This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1745. Speak English fast with these pronunciation tips, plus a surprise guest. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Should you try to speak fast in English? You want to be yourself in English and not sound slow, but when do you know if you're ready to start speeding up? Today, get tips and inspiration from a successful learner. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Aubrey. How's it going today? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Awesome. What are we getting into today? Are we talking about pronunciation and speaking fast? Yes, we got a really good question question from a listener about this. And I feel like so many of our listeners out there have this same question because I have had this question at learning French and Spanish. Mm -hmm. How fast do you speak? How can you make sure your pronunciation is clear? This is tricky stuff. Yeah, because we do want to speak fast. Of course, we want to speak. We don't want to, you know, because I think sometimes people incorrectly equate speaking slow. It's not true. But I think sometimes when we speak slow, people may get bored if we're speaking monotone, Mm -hmm. if we're speaking too slow. So naturally, as human beings, we want to speed up. We want to be ourselves. Right. Yes. That's the key. Exactly. Yeah. And when we're first learning a language, everyone understands we're going to be a little slower. But when you guys start getting at the level that you're at, where you can yes. understand this podcast and you're communicating with others, you do mm-hmm. want to get a little closer to the speed that natives speak at. It's so true. You guys deserve to feel that sense of mastery, right? With the language and yeah. that you are there, you're a human being in English, right? right. Not just in your native language. Feel like you can key. be yourself. Yes. Yes. I love it. So Aubrey, can I read the question from the yes. listener? Okay. Yes. Omar says, good evening. How are you guys? I hope you're in the best condition. I have a question. When a word ends with S and the following word starts with TH. Which sound should I pronounce when I speak fast? Oh, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. Like in the sentence, everyone has that. Blah, blah, blah. Thanks in advance and thanks for your amazing effort. Best regards, Omar Mahmoud. Great question. This is is a good question. I know, right? And when you see it written, you don't know unless you're looking at it written phonetically, right? So the tongue movement for this does become more natural with practice, right? Air Mm -hmm. is being pushed between the tongue and the roof of your mouth for that S sound, which Mm -hmm. actually sounds like a Z here, right? Has that. Everyone has has that. that. 
Yes, mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then immediately your tongue just barely touches the top teeth while air barely. is being pushed through to make that the, the TH sound. Right. But do we sit on the TH? Not so much, right? No, Opera, exactly. Kind of, it goes fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so like the majority of the emphasis is more on the Z or the sound, right? Exactly. We really hear that Z has this, has Has that. We we are a little harder, a little longer on the S, which sounds like a Z. Okay. Really good to know. I've actually thought about this before as a native speaker, this particular combination, because it's Mm. tricky. I mean, how do you know, right? And if you're only listening to audiobooks from textbooks where they're probably going to pronounce each equally, which is wrong, (laughs) right? Right. (laughs) Um, You're going to learn the wrong way. Exactly, right? So the best way is to hear it, to hear it often. But also, I love that this listener sent this in because to get an explanation, a breakdown of exactly what we're doing and how to emphasize which sounds I think is so helpful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So where do we go from here? Well, for each language learner, there are different sounds that are more difficult to make in English. For yes. some of you listeners out there, you may not struggle with this S to TH transition, mm-hmm. but maybe it's R or L or CH. And yes. English speakers also have these difficulties learning a second language, right? For me, it's the rolling the R in Spanish and the R in the back of your throat in French and the mm. U in French are so oh. problematic. Oh my gosh, the rolling the R is always hard. And it's kind of like, these are things you really do need to immerse yourself in the real sounds of the real language. It doesn't mean you have to travel, but you have to listen to natural English like this podcast or something similar to really start to fully get your ear into it. It's almost like we need to train our ear for it and then we train our mouths for it. Exactly, right? I know that with the U, I still am corrected sometimes. I've taught college French and I'll be speaking with a native speaker. And if I just say, Tu, tu, eh, la, da, da, then they'll correct me and say, tu, ish. Oh, that's <laughs> the, so tricky. It's such a nuanced sound, this U. And yes. it bothers them. It's something that they will correct me because it's like nails on a chalkboard for a lot of them. Oh, interesting. 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 Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why I love language learning. It's so humbling, right? It's, it's so humbling. We, we think we've reached a level and then we do something and we're put right back in our place. But it's good for us, right? It it's good, good for us for- to be constantly learning. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I think we have a few tips here. Three tips when we think about pronunciation, right? Mm -hmm. First of all, just that mimicking or shadowing, I think, is the most effective way to learn to pronounce these sounds accurately. But it's not enough. I mean, you don't want to do this once a month, right? You need to figure out how to do this daily. You can listen to a podcast or a TV show and then just stop for 10 seconds, mimic the way they Mm -hmm. spoke. And make sure it's engaging, right? Whatever show or podcast you're choosing, make sure that it's interesting and then you'll actually do it. Yeah, I mean, that's the key. That's why we publish All Ears English four days a week. I know a lot of our listeners do that with this show and you guys could do it also with the transcripts, of course, right? If you have the app, you can see the transcripts or you can get them by email, but do something that you're excited about. Don't do the whole thing, right? The whole episode for, I would say, just take a chunk of it, right, Aubrey? Right, exactly. Even like Mm -hmm. 10 seconds, right? If you stop it, listen to just that 10 seconds again, mimic, shadow, try to sound exactly like that native speaker for a very very short chunk. Hey guys, if you love All Ears English, then make sure you go ahead and hit follow now wherever you listen to this podcast so that you don't miss a single episode of the show. We publish four days a week and we believe in connection, not perfection. Thanks guys.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love it. I love it. And then and we get some feedback at that point too, right? Try to get a little feedback, would you say? Yes, exactly right. From a friend or a teacher. We've talked in the past, Lindsay, on this podcast about you, every time you speak English with someone, you don't want to be constantly correcting each other, giving feedback. You want this no. to be a very specific, intentional time where you yes. say like, okay, you know, let's both do this and then give each other feedback. Do I sound like the native speaker here? Do you hear yes. any sounds that sound off to you? Make it very intentional. Make sure it's not like every time you chat. Sometimes you want to just communicate. Yeah, you're right. Aubrey, we've talked about that when it comes to a language exchange, right? Right. You know, it doesn't have to be a teacher. We we recommend working with a teacher, but if you do have a language exchange, be intentional. Okay. When we meet on Wednesday night from 7 to 730, you're going to be listening for my pronunciation or whatever. Right. What's the time frame? When And then you stop and you chat about your weekend, right? But don't let the whole thing be chatting about your weekend because then you're not really improving anything. You're right. staying in your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to just be intentional about it because you also don't want it to be correcting each other every time or you can't exactly. build that friendship, that connection to where you're actually going to want to spend time with them. <laughs> it's also kind of us. Uh, it feels safe when you create a container activity and you're containing this time, these 15 minutes, right. you have permission to, to correct every every S sound I say incorrectly. Right. And so then we're not taking it personally. Right. We're not feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't speak. I always make mistakes. It's this time when that's the person's job. Right. right? Exactly. Like an assignment. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Our, st- our tip number two, this is vital, I think, is to try to think in English instead of translating from your first language, because mm-hmm. that's where we really get into pronunciation troubles. If we're, our brain is thinking in our first language and then we're translating, it's often really easy to carry over the pronunciation from our first language. So the oh, more yeah, we can try to think in English in the first place, the more your pronunciation will be where you want it to be. Definitely. I mean, get to the point where, you know, make your brain kind of ruminate over the language, right? Mm -hmm. Make your brain start to dream in English. Immerse yourself to the point where it's in your head all the time. That's the goal. That's where we really need to be to start to see real fluency. Exactly. And then, of course, tip number three, you guys have heard this before, but connection, not perfection. Don't try to be perfect. Don't worry about those mistakes. Don't stress Mm -hmm. so much about your pronunciation. Do take these specific times to improve it intentionally, but Mm -hmm. don't be worried about that all the time or you're going to end up avoiding speaking English because it'll be miserable. Exactly. I mean, always come back to there's a human being in front of you and it's your job to connect, right? If you mess up every single S sound, every single CH sound, can you laugh about it with that person? Right. Right. You know, maybe they've asked you 10 times. Can you say that again? Can you laugh and say, oh, that's funny. I'm sorry. I always screw this up. What do you, you know, then that's a connection moment and you've done it. You've connected. That's what we're all about. Exactly. So we have something special and exciting here. It's a little different from what we usually do. Fun. What are we doing here? 
Yes. So I had a chance to interview Sandra Royo. She's from Puerto Rico. And I asked her about, you know, what are the sounds when you were learning English that were especially problematic? And what did you do to target those and work on them? So we're going to play that interview for you. We actually also interviewed her for our business English course. She is very talented. She works for Nationwide Insurance. Her English Mm -hmm. is nearly flawless, as you're going to see. So let's go ahead and listen to that interview. Awesome. Okay. So first of all, when you were learning English, what sounds were the most difficult for you to pronounce? I think the CH and SH uh, was one of the most difficult in sometimes I still have problems. Um, It just, in my head, it just uh, sounds dissimilar, Mm -hmm. but um, my husband corrects me. Okay, all the time. so that sounds the and same to you. You don't notice, but then someone else would correct you, and that's how you could tell you were making a mistake. Right. Okay. Yes. So then, mm-hmm. what yes. did you do to work on this to improve the pronunciation of those sounds? I think, for example, like the ch, um, like people would tell me, okay, it's more like short, um. <sighs> short pronunciation of as uh, like ch ch mm-hmm. instead of sh mm-hmm. so so that i would practice the words with it like for example the <laughs> uh, the um, tv show charles in yes. charge i remember that show um, to me was <laughs> it was really hard i was going to college and we were watching it me and my um roommates um in the dorm and i would say Char- um now i can't even you can't do it <laughs> I'm on thinking about it wrong. i can't even say <laughs> yeah <laughs> charles in charge right and they're like charles in charge so i had to like continue practicing until i would okay, get so it okay so you were yeah. isolating those so. sounds and thinking about what is my mouth doing to make that sound sort of quick and sharp versus versus the sh, which we hold longer. And then it sounds like you were taking mm-hmm. specific words that had that sound and saying them over and over and asking for feedback from friends. Your, your roommates clearly were comfortable right. letting you know if you weren't saying the sound right. Did you tell them, please correct right. me, or were they just doing it without you telling them to? <laughs> um, no, I think they just did. And then I'm like, oh, so how is it again? Because I, in my, in my head, I wouldn't like, I'm, I'm saying the same, like, so they would actually correct me. And I'm like, oh, I get it. Okay. Cause yeah, I didn't notice until they told me about it. Yeah. Yeah, I know I do the same in French and Spanish. I know there are words that I mistake. And just like you said, I don't always notice. Maybe they sound the same to me or I don't realize I'm doing it wrong. And I have always told Mm -hmm. anyone who speaks, you know, I say this to you. I'm like, please correct my Spanish. I need the feedback. I want to know, has there ever been a time where you felt um, nervous about making mistakes or you didn't want someone correcting you? Uh, I would feel nervous and I still do uh, when I have to, like, for example, interviews or when I have to, like, speak um, with um, a lot of people around me that I am, like, conscious that I'm going to make a mistake or pronounce it. Um, in a wrong way, and I'm would be embarrassed uh, for them to gotcha. notice. Um, but I'm really open to like for anybody just tell me no, that's not how it you say it. But I guess like if I don't know the mm-hmm. people so well, or if I'm in a in um 
interview type of, um, you know, interviewing for a job or something like that, I would be a little bit more conscious. Definitely, about, right? You know. We feel more comfortable with our friends, people we know well, and we're happy to get that feedback. But in certain situations and in a job interview, I can't imagine someone correcting, you know, they're, that's not the focus. They're just looking for you to succeed. They want to know specific things. So it's interesting. We talk a lot about connection, not perfection, right? And this is one thing where we don't want to be stressed about whether we're making these sounds correct or not. We just want to be making that connection, communicating. But there are things that we can do to improve that connection, to improve that communication. And this is one of them to isolate these specific sounds that we know we struggle with and figure out how we can practice. So my question for you is, do you, even now you're so fluent and you've spoken English for so long, do you still work on those sounds even now? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, this happens all the time that I'm just like going fast or not even thinking. And I just like and I catch myself. Like, for example, I tell you something that my family makes fun of me. One time I'm like, OK, so can you give me some hummus deep? So, so they started laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I meant hummus dip. So it's just like, it, it just came gotcha. out like that. And uh, yeah, it happens all the time, but I still have to like work at yes. it. Like sometimes you're just saying it and it just comes out and you have to correct right. yourself you right Spanish away. And so English yeah. Living in your brain. And then how do I pronounce the yeah. I? Is it the, the short it right. or E like in Spanish? I can see yeah, that happens to yeah. me. That happens to all of us who are learning a language, right? And then it's just like you were saying to take those specific sounds like the CH and SH, work at it you know, repeat those words that have the sounds until you feel, till you start hearing it more, knowing you're doing it right and feeling mm -hmm. more confident for sure. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. I think this was so helpful to be able to talk no with problem. someone who has learned English is continually working on these specific phonemes that are problematic. Okay. So Aubrey, we are back. That yes. was great. What a cool thing to hear another voice on the show. I love it. That must have been a great conversation you had. It was with Sandra. Yes. So interesting. And I loved that she was able to target specific sounds, the ch and sh, and then the vowel I, which more often yes. in Spanish is e, and then having to know when it's i or i or e in English because it can be all of those. So yeah, really fascinating to get some great tips from her on how to target and practice specific pronunciation, specific yes. phonemes that I think yep. will really help. But how inspiring, right, guys? We want you to be inspired by this example with Sandra because she has gone through her own journey, right, Aubrey, yes. of improving the pronunciation. And now she's very clear. I mean, she was in our business course, right? She, what we interviewed her. Exactly. Um, she's and, a very successful business person. She speaks English so well. It's true. It's very woman. motivational. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's really, really inspiring that you could get to this point, right? If you really do the right things, um, you can get to that level too. I love it. Exactly. So what's our takeaway here, Lindsay? All right, guys, we think that mimicking or shadowing is such a key piece of learning English and learning to pronounce correctly. You don't have to speak slow. You can get to the point where you can start to speak faster, but you need to do the right things by isolating the sounds and then go out and you're ready to speak faster. That's the key. Yes, exactly. Right. Avoid feeling like others are critical. You don't want to let that hold you back. Right. Mm -hmm. Be 
ready, be willing to have those conversations with others at a little bit faster speed, knowing that you've prepared, you've put in the work to Mm -hmm. be able to really succeed there and then work on making those connections. I love it. So good. So inspiring and so cool to hear another voice on the show today. I love it. Thanks, Aubrey. This has been fun. Yes, for sure. Thanks, Lindsay. See you next time. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.